Hey guys, welcome to the Night Owl. I'm your host Isaiah, and this is where, this is the place. If you if you haven't been here before, this is the place where all the the things that go bump in the night come to hang out. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's much different from the uh, the bird brain component of this podcast. Um, this is this is this is like a, a guilty pleasure, my. Um, <laughs> because it's usually, you know, it's, it's all about, um, just the, just the, the darker side of things, you know, some, some short horror stories or real, real or fact or fiction, um, uh, personal experiences, uh, experiences shared with me from other people. Um, today is tonight, tonight is going to be a, a special one just because, I was inspired by this show I recently started watching called, um, I always get the name mixed up in my head, so that's why I'm taking a pause, called The Haunting of Hill House. And if you haven't seen it yet, uh, this obviously isn't a promo plug because they don't need any help, but I started watching it and it's, it's pretty, it's pretty intense. Um, there's a lot going on in, in that, that story as a whole. And I think what's great about it, I always appreciate, um, stories that can, uh, show character development and, you know, you have four or five people in, in one room and you learn the backstory of each of them either collectively or, you know, individually throughout the process. And this show so far has been doing that very well. And I was one, one particular topic that without giving anything away, one particular topic that they, uh, covered was, um, sleep paralysis. And it's kind of funny because I've had the concept of sleep paralysis talking about it on this podcast. I've had it in my back pocket for quite some time. I was just like, oh, you know, I'll I'll wait. I want to wait to talk about it. Wait till I have more information. Uh, Just putting it off, honestly, Um, because I was like, I don't know how to necessarily address it just yet. But um, I was watching Haunting of Hill House, uh, one of the recent episodes, and sleep paralysis was uh, a big component of that episode. And I was like, oh. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> um, and they, I, I personally think they depicted it very well um, based off of personal experiences with sleep paralysis. They did a very good job of um, bringing it into light in uh, obviously a very creative, fictional way, but also while watching it, I was like, oh man, I could relate to this big time. (laughs) It made me feel some type of way. Um, so I was like, you know, I could have, yeah, uh, given you guys some short stories, but I was like, you know what? I, I want to, I, I wanted an episode dedicated to sleep paralysis, um, for quite some time. And then, you know, watching that, um, episode was much more of a, a catalyst or push in the right direction for me to, talk about it here. So, um, (laughs) the biggest question, if you don't, first off, what is sleep paralysis? Um, how do I explain it? In layman's terms, it is a phenomenon where you are asleep. 
but awake. But you can't move. <laughs> you can't make any sounds. You can't move. And, you know, different people have um, documented either seeing things and or hearing things. Um, yeah, it's, it's a very, very... Uh, one draining, two confusing is all hell, but three scary experience when you're in the moment and you're going through it, and it feels like forever. Um, but it usually only lasts, I think, a couple of seconds, maybe even a minute or two. I think, if that, I don't. It, it doesn't. I don't think it lasts as long as it feels when you're actually having a, a episode. Um, yeah, it's it's a very um, it's it's a very scary experience, and even now when I have episodes of it, um, it doesn't feel good. <laughs> um, and it, it, sleep paralysis has many different names because you know it's been tied to different folklore and superstitions. Um, I learned about this particularly well growing up. You know, I I, I told my mom I was like. You know, there are certain times where I'd, I'd explain it to her in detail. I'm like, look, um, I couldn't move um, and I was yelling for you or I was yelling for my sister um, trying to yell help and I couldn't move. And I was like, my eyes were open, but that was about it. I just couldn't move. And she was like, yeah, that's that's a witch riding your back. And, you know, I learned about that term and um later in college in one of my psych classes, you know, the witch riding your back was also uh, a, a, a term of phrase for sleep paralysis in the African-American community. Um, and it's usually tied to, uh, uh, they say it's, it's, it could be like evil associated with it. Um, but as I've gotten older and as I've talked to different people, it's, it has different um, kind of narratives in, in regards to what what it means when it happens. And I've even done research on it um, to figure out what exactly sleep paralysis is with no real <laughs> answer. In my opinion, is it, it, it wasn't an answer that really uh, left me feeling satisfied knowing, all right, this is what's going on. This is the resolve. Um, I, my personal episodes... And I have some stories for you guys, but my personal episodes were usually, in, in hindsight, they all kind of happen around, I'd say when my stress was pretty high. I think when, when I was having something going on in my life that was pretty significant and I was thinking about it a lot, um, I typically have an episode of sleep paralysis. Uh, the last episode I had was uh, about a month or so ago. Um, fortunately, it doesn't happen every night. Uh, it's it's few and far between, but enough to you know kind of remember it. And it was funny because I was talking to my my buddies about it, um, Mark and Landon, and their mom. Because I had went to go visit and um, we were we got on the topic of sleep paralysis and what it was and all that stuff. And then I think that night I ended up having an episode and some people were like, well, yeah, because you talked about it and all that stuff. I'm like, well, no, <laughs> because that's not the first time, you know, sleep paralysis has come up in conversation. And um, 
yeah, so I, I, I experienced it that night. And literally when I woke up, it, it's, it's hard to explain how it feels when you wake up from it or when you, when you wake up the next morning. For me personally, I just felt drained, very tired, very exhausted. And like I said, although it lasts only a couple of seconds, maybe a couple of minutes, if that, um, the experience itself... The experience itself is um, it's crazy. It's it's absurd, and it uh, it's such a vulnerable feeling too. It's vulnerable. It's it's frightening, and it um it's it's what I, it's just not <laughs> it's not a good experience. Any there's no rhyme or reason. Or there's no nice way of saying, you know, what sleep paralysis is. You know, the great thing about it is that it doesn't pass and is apparently is not deadly. They, you know, uh, scientists, when I did research on this, they said that it's it's a moment between, I believe, your REM sleep. Um, there's kind of like a disconnect or like there's a, a to a degree, a misfire and your you're awake in the moment of REM sleep, which is your deepest sleep, which doesn't last for too long, but you just happen to wake up or you, you happen to, um, I guess become more conscious in that, that moment. And it just kind of throws everything out of whack. Um, but yeah, if, even if you read it, if you look up on it, you'll see that there's not a real, a concrete definition as to what it is and why it happens. Um, yeah, so it's it's I like I said I've have stories. Actually, uh, a buddy of mine from Sweden, my buddy, uh, my brother Steve, he, um, he 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 told me his experience with it, and although. Um, most, most times you don't hear that, um, there's any physical interactions with it. He actually had, um, his experience seemed to be a little bit more physical, uh, to where whatever he saw, um, touched him and also said certain things to him, um, in a very inaudible language, but he was able to understand it. Um, so yeah, the, the, um, the, so I, I could go about it a couple of ways. So Steve's experience, he, he told me he was, you know, he basically gave me the layout of his, his room and, um, and I'm recounting this from memory, basically how he told me, but basically there was one night where or no, he said it was during the daytime. Specifically, he said it was during the daytime. His dad had asked him if he was in his room or in the kitchen. Steve, forgive me. Um, and Steve said, "No, I, I wasn't. I wasn't there." And his dad was like, "Oh, I saw someone." Um, and that was that. Later that night, I think his dog was at the foot of his bed and started um, barking. Uh, you know, dogs and babies, I say, are usually the most susceptible to anything that's going on that we ourselves can't see or decided to now. So his dog was um, was barking in a particular area 
And um, at one point, Steve himself looked up and saw uh, someone standing there. And, um, you know, he he wasn't able to move. And, uh, you know, he could still hear his dog barking, but he, he himself wasn't able to move or do much. And then at one point, apparently the 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 thing <laughs> um, kind of whispered in his ear, you know, everything's going to be okay. Um, and from Steve recounting it, he was saying that it wasn't, um, it, it wasn't necessarily in an audible language, but he was still able to understand what this guy or this thing was saying to him. And um, he apparently pushed him too. So, uh, yeah, and then he finally snapped out of it and, um, you know, was able to, to move around, but still very much in a state of, uh, kind of shock and trying to figure out what was going on and, you know, even talk to his dad because his dad did say that he thought he saw someone in his room earlier. Um, so yeah, the, the, that, uh, Steve, I hope I did that story justice. I'm trying to recount it from, um, what you told me, but, um, yeah, the, it's, it's always funny. There was, um, there was this, this, uh, all right, so how do I do this? I'll tell you my story first, and then I'll explain to you. So when I was, I think, 12 or 13, I <laughs> we still kind of joke about this because it, it blows my mind. Um, so prior to this particular episode, I have experienced, you know, sleep paralysis when I was younger, and I saw like a dark figure hovering over me or near me and I was I it was muffled like for me it was muffled uh a lot of times it felt like I couldn't breathe um I was my eyes were open but not open completely so it wasn't always an opportunity to to um to see completely what was happening and I've had episodes where it was auditory, um, where I heard something, opposed to just seeing something. But this particular episode, um, I was 13, and the way my room was set up is my bed faced... So the foot of my bed faced the door, the door out into that led into the hallway. So my room was in the back of the house, and when I laid down, I I could see out into the hallway. And obviously at night, it was pitch black. Um, so there was one night in particular that I I was I was asleep, obviously. And at one point there was I saw a guy with a brim hat and a trench coat. Um, and I had this is this is uh, significant. So I so I had it. I had a key hook that I left my my keys hanging on uh, when I came home. And this particular figure, he was pretty tall. Had a brim hat, had a trench coat, and he was standing at my doorway. 
right near my keys and um it became an ongoing thing that uh he jingled my keys because i remember the next the next day i i I tell my mom i I couldn't sleep because i saw somebody at my my door and she was like i thought i couldn't sleep i couldn't move but i i saw someone at my door and she, you know, told me to describe what he looked like. And I was like, he had a brim hat, like a cowboy hat. I was like, he had a cowboy hat. And he had his long trench coat. And I was like, it was, he was just dark. I was like, he was just fully and completely dark. That was the, the end of it, you know, for, for, for years moving forward, it became, um, <laughs> a conversation that we'd have every now and then. And f- Finally, there was this this documentary on Netflix, or still on Netflix, and I still haven't finished it because of it. There's this documentary called The Nightmare, and it's basically a, a documentary about people across the world who have all experienced sleep paralysis, and they all talk about it. And one night I decided to watch it. I was like, you know what? Screw it. Let me just watch this and see what the hell it's about. Um, you know, give it a shot. Because I kept seeing it appear on my um, my suggestions. And I was like, all right, let me just check it out. See what the deal is. And finally, I, I watched it. And I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting. You have people from across the globe, you know, recounting their experiences of sleep paralysis. So the documentary goes on. And then finally... There was one um, portion of the documentary where everybody is talking about the shadow man. And I remember it. There's like different cutaways of everybody talking about the shadow man, the shadow man. Um, I saw the shadow man or this person experienced the shadow man. And I remember there was like this long pause. And then finally they showed a picture like a, a sketched picture of the shadow man that everyone saw when they had um, their episode sleep paralysis. And the way they drew it out was exactly what I saw when I was 13. Um, so <laughs> I stopped watching the documentary from that point. I don't think I've been back to it. And that was about three, four years ago. And I, I told my mom that same night, I was like, you remember when I was 13 and I told you about the guy that was standing at my door? She was like, yeah, the man who jingled your keys or whatever. I was like, yeah. I was like, you remember how I described him? She was like, said he had a brim hat, trench coat, whatever. And I was like, so I just watched this documentary on sleep paralysis and they, other people have described the same exact um person so you know whenever i talk to my mom about this stuff it's it's like she'll she'll throw it away she'll be like you know everybody experiences that at some point in time you know everybody's going through it she's like you know brush it off and (laughs) meanwhile (laughs) you know not everybody i've talked to has um kind of gone through it but it's also i i think what what surprised me the most was how many people, well, you figured that they were interviewing these people um, and they were all from different, you know, countries, but all had experienced the same kind of dude. So that was one of the scariest episodes for me. But honestly, they all, each experience I had with sleep paralysis has been kind of, uh, 
kind of crazy, you know, and like I said, just because it's a moment or moments where you are alert, you're aware, you're, you're cognizant, but you can't move, you can't speak, and you are literally, <laughs> you're, you're literally just stuck in this space. And like I said, some people experience a visual or auditory um, episodes. I, I've experienced both. There have been times where I heard, you know, laughing in my ear and not just, you know, regular laughing, but like that deep kind of uh, sinister laugh. And, you know, I, I text my sister sometimes. I'd be like, <laughs> I was calling for, for your help. And mind you, she, you know, she lives in a few states away from me. But like it's it was it's just one of those moments of desperation where you're just crying out for help. And at the same time, while you're trying to cry out for help, you can't speak. So you're just stuck. Um, so, yeah, I, I wanted to definitely have an episode about sleep paralysis because, again, it's, it's very much a thing. And I think it's, it's still an enigma to a degree. Like, although there's some scientific um, information about it, it's still not fully uh, explained you know, is, there's no real concrete explanation as to why it uh, why it happens or how. I, you know, based off of my experiences, I always associate it with uh, stress. You know, something stressful happening in that moment. And, you know, when, for me personally, when I go to sleep at night and I go to sleep stressed, <laughs> my, my mind gets very creative and... Um, you know, my dreams are usually crazy, but it's, it's not a dream. That's the thing. You know, a lot of people associate it with, oh, you're just having a nightmare. It's like, no, this this is uh, this is different. I know the difference between a nightmare <laughs> and, um, you know, what I experience when this happens. Um, there are a lot of spiritual, uh, I guess, people who are, who are very spiritual who associate it with a different concept. Um you know, some have associated with uh, it being communication from different uh, realms. Sometimes it's, you know, some people say that it's it's evil related. Other people say that it's just it's just spirits um, that may have not uh, crossed over or have and are trying to communicate with you, um, you know, yeah, it's 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 different. The the great thing about it and the interesting thing about it, but also the scary thing about it is that there's so many different um it's 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 I think it's an interesting topic of discussion when there are people who are who have um experienced it and others who are just intrigued by it because it, it opens the floor to, you know, what actually happens when we go to sleep. You know, the the what happens when we're not able to control our <laughs> our thoughts and you know things in the, the dream world um yeah it's 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 an interesting thing and like i said when whenever it happens for me i wake up the next morning and i just feel like i got hit by a truck um and i always try to recount my my thoughts 
my my dreams if there was any kind of association or relevance to me having an episode and what I was thinking about or going through prior. But yeah, I, I think it's um it's it's an interesting concept and I like I said, I wanted uh an episode devoted to it. And, you know, Haunting a Hill House, once I watched it, I was like, all right, maybe this is a sign that I should talk about it <laughs> um, and actually bring some light to it. But, yes, um, yeah, if, you, if you've if you had experiences with it or you know someone who's had experiences with it, feel free to, to write to this podcast, the birdbrainpodcast at gmail.com and just subject the uh, title Night Owl or Sleep Paralysis or Shadow Man, whatever, whatever floats your boat. But yeah, if, if this this sounds familiar to you, I definitely want to hear from you. Um, because obviously you're not alone. <laughs> you know, there there are people who have experienced it. But I think a lot of times it's it's very uh, it's very I guess shoved under the rug just because it's like it's such a concept that a lot of people, if you haven't experienced it, you can't really fathom. Um, but also, people look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean you're seeing? you know, fucking shadows or you're hearing stuff like, no, that makes absolutely no sense. Or, you know, sometimes it does scare people. And I think, you know, it's, it's one thing to hear it. It's another thing to experience it. It's a whole different ball game. Um, so yeah, I appreciate you guys listening tonight. Um, tune in next week for, for some more stories. I think I'm going to start to, um, try to get more stories and just play them throughout the week you know i think that'd be fun um instead of waiting all the way till friday because sometimes you know i'll get stories or you know i'll have stories and by the end of the week i forget (laughs) so um you know having them throughout the week little you know little short stories here and there i think would be cool too so uh if you have any stories that you'd like to contribute um email at the birdbrainpodcast at gmail.com and in your story subject uh title it night owl and you can send an audio message you can send uh an email written out um or yeah you know just any way that that works better for you and if you want your story featured uh yeah just in a way that would be greatly appreciated but uh yeah guys tonight (laughs) when you go to sleep say your prayers if that's your thing um, I do say my prayers whenever I have one of those episodes. P.S. Uh, it's a thing that I do. I, uh, yeah, when I have one of those episodes, I just, I pray. And it typically takes me out of it, but it also relaxes me. Um, yeah, that's, that's my thing. Uh, you know, everybody's different. So even if you've had experiences or how you get out of it, I would love to hear it. I would definitely be interested in hearing it. And, um, I'm sure other listeners, too. Make sure those doors are locked. Make sure those windows are locked tight. And, uh, yeah, have a good night, guys.